back, listeners, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to my left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Lila Ngaratha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. All right, and today's recap will be done by Roscoe, the man. What happened last time, Roscoe? Uh, so we uh, just finished up a fight that we were getting our butts kicked on, so it was a good thing these guys showed up. Uh, a guy named Ivan, a couple orcs, um, a really good cook, made us some food, um, had a good chat with Ivan. Apparently, he's a bounty hunter. Apparently, he's looking for us. So we're going to see how that goes and see if we can get out of his bounty hunting by potentially helping him out with something else. So you guys are all sitting around the campfire. There has been some notice by the players themselves that Henley's gone. And so we'll start back up. You guys are kind of finishing eating. (coughs) And Ivan's like, so about what I want you to do. If you guys are heading to Avalon, I need you to pass on a message for me. Okay. And what's the message? I need you to pass on a message to Pauline Brigand that says, still looking. You will find her at a place called the Hammered Tavern. It is in the, what the people call the slums of Avalon. I think they call it the Shanty District. It'll be pretty easy to find her. She kind of hangs out with a group of people. One's a high elf. One's a, a warg. Probably not too hard to find him, but that's where she's staying. Okay. For a message. What's a warg? A warg. So everybody's hearing this except Henley. Um, those who are curious, go ahead and roll an animal handling check. Roscoe got a 19. We got a 17. 17, okay. Uh, 17 as well. Nice. That's 21 for Boudreaux. <clears throat> nice. So everybody knows what a warg is. <laughs> So a warg, it's a very large wolf-like animal. Um, think Lord of the Rings when the, when the people are heading to Helm's Deep and they're, they get attacked by that orc group and it's, it's what they're riding on. They stand about four, uh, three to four feet tall. They are about five to six feet long and they're up to 300 pounds or bigger. So they're just a huge dog-looking monster. And you guys know that they are intellectual. They do have a language and they can talk. Ooh. Like their own language? They have their own language and they speak uh, goblin as well. Oh, okay. Because that's normally where the, who that's owns who them. Primarily right. works with them and stuff. Correct. Cool. So it's not hard to find her as long as you can find the warg. You can find her. What race is she? She's a human. Human. That's it? Just the two words? Still looking. Correct. I'm sure we can manage that. And we can pretend that we... You know, it is a big plane. Things happen. Could have been caught by the Trigroven. Don't know what happened to you. Oh, where's the ranger? Uh, That is a good question. (laughs) Um, she doesn't do real well in fights and stuff. She, she takes any, any sort of death real personally. So sometimes she just steps off to kind of 
clear her head and, and reset and stuff. She's more, she doesn't like fighting if she can avoid it. And so. that was a pretty bad battle. Well, she's definitely not safe out there by herself. You saw with how these creatures snuck up on you. Silenor, go see if you can track down that ranger, the wood elf next to you. Stands up and she's like, okay. Where did, does anybody know what direction she was heading at least? I'll help you go find her. Okay. <laughs> does Fenny have a, does Miss Fenny reciprocate this crush? You'll have to wait and find out. Ooh. <gasps> the intrigue. Okay, so you guys kind of head in that direction. Um, go ahead and make me three investigation checks. And then I'll get back to you on what those are. That was stupid of the girl to t- run off like that, though. There's more of these, more of these gnolls wandering around, and even Trigroven parties, as well. She's gonna get herself killed. She's she's seen a lot, and sometimes she just needs some time to herself. And although I agree, this is probably not the best place to do it. Uh, hopefully, she's not too far, and she'll come back or be found safe. Speaking well, of Trigroven. You're not with the Trigroven, right? No. Why do you have their flags up then? <laughs> well, we keep these on hand. We actually stole them from a Trigroven party. These babies help us keep, keep safe out here on the plains. There's a lot of drow out here, and drow won't mess with the Trigroven. So when we have these up, most intelligent creatures will stay away. I approve of this. It's very... Smart. I figured that's why you guys ran off on us the other day. Yeah, none of us like the Trigroven too much or have heard anything positive. Yeah. It's safe to do that because the Trigroven won't give you a warning. Which is why... I'm going to look at Boudreaux. What? You shouldn't say hey over there when somebody says hey over there. They already saw us. (laughs) Don't have to antagonize them. No, no, it was, I was just repeating the question. It's like not bad at all. Were you angry at me? Was that the one you said that? I am the one that said that. See, he wasn't mad. You should be mad. We were good, yeah? Yeah, it was a little frustrating tracking you guys down again. Yeah, but you weren't mad at me replying. (laughs) No, no. See, see, see? (laughs) We just had to make sure that you were the right group before we did anything drastic. What what do you mean by that? Let's just say the gnolls stopped you, and we just helped you out. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll jump over to Henley real fast. Okay. <clears throat> so how far into the night are you walking? The whole night. You're just going to walk, walk, walk. Mm-hmm. And then find a hidey hole in the day. Okay. Once the sun is up. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we'll just continue on with these guys. Yep. Because you've probably been gone from the group, I would think maybe a half hour. I don't think you'd be gone before somebody noticed, before Ivan would have noticed that you were gone. Yeah, I, a, I definitely... Half hour to an hour. Okay, she, there, she wants to keep moving. She's figured if I keep moving, I can't be snuck up on. Like, if I stop, I could be found. Mm-hmm. So she wants to stop and rest during the day. Gotcha. That's her thought process. And by this point, she's calmed down a little bit more and has started to hide her tracks a little better. Okay, sounds good. 
because the planes are like they're kind of rolling planes. The grass is probably about two feet to three feet to inches, depending on what side of the hill it's on and everything, and what animals are around that's grazing. I guess you could say. She just figures it'd be safer just to keep moving than to stop. Fair enough. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Nothing gonna <laughs> tear me down. Oh no, I got to keep a moving. Okay, so we'll go to the investigation then. You want all three? Yes, give me all three. So seven, 14, 17. So you guys all got pretty high, except your, your first one was a little low, but she was able to make up for that. Um, Benny how... was distracted by her beauty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> how fast do you want to do it? I would say we're moving at a pretty decent pace. Like Fender's kind of worried about, about Henley, you know, running away. He has seen, you know, the effects the battle has taken on her, especially after she's seen the, um, the scouts that were, that were killed, you know, back in Hayden's Hollow. And so we're moving pretty quickly. Okay. And she's at the same pace. Like, she knows the dangers that are around here. And so she's searching as well. Trying to determine. Um, I would, can I ask her, should we shout out her name with some of these creatures around here? Or should we try to keep quiet and just track? I mean, it would probably be a good idea too, but... We would attract other things if there's others around. Knolls don't normally travel in small packs. Okay, we'll try to... But I don't feel comfortable walking too far away from the camp either. So we'll search for about an hour, but then I want to get back. Okay. At least we got some sense of what direction she's going. Is it safer to travel during the day? Definitely. Because most of the creatures that live out here... Most land animals will travel during the day, but a lot of the other creatures travel by night, and those are the dangerous ones. Gotcha. You'll run into some goblins, some of the trigrovin around here, but... Fair. How how long have you known Ivan? I've known him for about three years now. Do you know who he works for? I just know that he gets a contract for us. He's the main one that gets contracts. Sometimes I get them or Herla gets them. Mm-hmm. Well, you're awfully good at what you do. Yeah, I'm the tracker of the place. Was that said with double meaning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finner's smirking. <laughs> okay, back to the campsite. Um, is there anything else you want to talk to him about? Um, yeah, to the I morning? mean, so I've got that. Um, assassination ledger that I picked up okay. that I'm never going to use because I'm not one for assassinating people. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to pull I'm going to keep the disguise kit though. I'm not going to give that away, but okay. um, I'm going to pull out that assassination ledger and just go over to Ivan. Be like, look, I don't want you to, you know, for helping us out, miss out on, you know, any money or anything. And I don't know really what this is or we'll ever do anything with it. So if you want this, here you go as a sign of good faith and hand it over to him. See if he knows anything about it. Yeah. You hand it over to him and you're looking and he starts looking at it. Kind of gives like a quiz, uh, 
nodding his head, kind of, okay. Do you know what this is? Um, I I have no idea. We passed through a, a village a few days back that had just been completely ransacked. Everyone was dead. Um, so as we were looking for clues and stuff, I just picked this up and and stashed it. This language here, and he holds up this like little card that just looks kind of scribbles to you. This is a decipher code. And according to this decipher code and this language, this was assassination contracts. So whatever body you got this off of was an assassin. Well, it looks here like they were looking for a cloth des, a zanzan. <laughs> Some of these I know who they are. Mmm. Lando Kalkesh. <laughs> you like my names? <laughs> what did you say? Lando Kalkesh. Kalkesh? Like, like cow? Cow. No, like Lando Calrissian, only he changed to Kalkesh. I heard cow cash. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laughing because it's so close to Star Wars over here. Well, of course. <laughs> and then a Colin Ambar as well. <gasps> a lot of these have pretty good prices on them. Yeah. Though I don't know who to go to to claim them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but like I said, I have no use for it. So if you can figure out who it belongs to and you want it, it's all yours. Did you pull that out of one of the Trigovan bodies that was there? That's in character. Garatha 2. Roscoe. Roscoe. I honestly didn't notice. Hmm. Okay. Because there were quite a few Trigovan bodies there. And null tracks as well as individuals probably from the town. Maybe these could kind of make up for letting, for not finding that group that's heading to Avalon. If y'all are going to sleep, make sure that you give Boudreaux a wide berth. He says he doesn't snore. What? But he snores. What? I'm just warning you now. You it must be a dwarven sort of... thing because Stumpy over there snores too. Oh, okay. I do not! <laughs> oh, look, they're both in denial. They can be, they can sleep next to each other. No, dwarves don't snore. I never heard a dwarf snore before in my life. Neither oh. have I. Oh, trust me. Growing up with some of them, dwarves, especially dwarves, snore. Tis Dumpy. I think she a little crazy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, come oh. on. I got, some, I got some other stuff to show you. Yeah, oh, yeah, on. yeah. Let's go. go. I have something I need to ask you. All right. So they head over to the pots or whatever, maybe clean them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he... So, uh, you, you part of the Trigroven? Don't oh. worry, I won't hit you either way. I'm just curious. Ah, no, 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 no. We're, we're not part of the Trigroven. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? So that then, uh, you, you really fought some people to get uh, those flags? Mm, no, they, the orcs just walked up and, and took them. Took the, oh, you mean like they were already dead, huh? No. They just took the flag? I'd, I'd like to see you try to tell, tell those two orcs now. <laughs> you got a point. He says a little nervously. 
<laughs> yeah, they're pretty scary guys. They just... I even had the idea of going to steal some, and they just walked over there and took them and walked away. Well, yeah, the great. goblins weren't too happy, but... <laughs> oh, man, they just growled at them, and... <laughs> Hey, we're running. <laughs> oh, I like the way you talk. You ain't like no other dwarf I ever seen. <laughs> well, you ain't no other dwarf like I seen either. No, that's good at <laughs> While they're screaming at each other over there like little Stumpy's girls. Stumpy's taking Willow's place. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, hey, what, what, what clan are you from? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from the swamp. I don't know any swamp clans. Oh, well, you better get to know them because they're good. <laughs> he gives them finger guns. Finger guns. Finger crossbows. Yeah, yeah, crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. So I'm going to be, can I be like reading the body language and see that he's uncomfortable and walk over to them? Yeah. Like I, and overhear I the conversation? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to interject and try and save as Garatha, try and do something nice for Boudreaux Whoa. and save Boudreaux from the awkwardness here. Okay. And start talking about uh, my clan. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm going to turn to, what's it, Stumpy, mm-hmm. and say, I'm a Firestone. He kind of gives you a weird look and he's like, you know dwarf. Yes, I know dwarf. I am a dwarf. Okay, this body's not necessarily the most dwarf, but I am a dwarf. And that just got super awkward, but I'm kind of like eyeing him, being like, are you, are you good now? Can I walk away? Can we change conversations? Yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> tell me, uh, uh, no, I, I don't. You, you I don't some know. kind of mixed breed then? Something like that, what yeah. Are you, what are you mixed with then? She real good though, I like her, she cool, yeah? Yeah, I, I'm a little something like that, but my, my father is um, one of the nobles there. Nobles where? In the Firestone clan. He's an ambassador. Oh. You, you royalty? My lady. He bows. <laughs> <laughs> what clan are you from? I'm from the Steelhammers. Steelhammers? Mm-hmm. Matt, it's been a long time since I've heard that name. We mainly stay to ourselves, us steel hammers and blackbeards and our strong stones. We just keep to ourselves. Yeah. You're not, <clears throat> you're not there, wrong there, though, but that, that's mostly why they, have, uh, why they have my clan go out and do a lot of that, so that way you don't have to get out as much from what... My understanding was with some of the diplomatic stuff. We don't have any Firestone up there. They're mainly down in Hiltador. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have gone on diplomatic missions up to talk mostly, mostly the strong stones there. Yeah, they're the one in charge. They're the ones in charge. We just do what we're told, and we love to just make things. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go wash this pot. <laughs> I'll be right back You'll have to excuse him. He, uh, he's an interesting character. Don't touch Shrek. Who's Shrek? The donkey. Oh. They're kind of bonded a little bit. Mm. Best friends. Okay. 
To each their own, I guess. Well, it was... Right, do you know what clan he's from? He keeps a lot of things like that close to his chest. Yeah, he was saying he grew up in some kind of swamp. Yep, pretty accurate. I don't know any dwarves from swamps. He He's an interesting person, and maybe... Maybe just leave it at that. Hmm, fair enough. Well, I gotta get this stuff packed up before nightfall. Or before, I get, before we all go to sleep. Don't want any animals coming in and eating up my grub. It was good to talk to a dwarf again about things other than the things that I talked to Boudreaux about. It's good to... So what part of dwarf are you? <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Did you know? Just kidding. We can. We can yeah. kind of. No, I'm just saying. Okay. <clears throat> The interesting kind, and just walk away. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Must be a thing in their group. They just walk away from a conversation. Whatever. It's not I'm like gonna, anybody listens to me anyways. I'm going to like wander. put my hand back and be like, I'm going to go get some beauty sleep. <laughs> wait, wait, what? That's what I'm going to like toss my hand back. Oh. And to Stumpy, I'm going to say, I'm going to go get some beauty sleep. I see. Mm, yeah, nobody wants to talk to old Stumpy. <laughs> Kind of mumbling to himself as he, as he cleans up. And I'll come back um, and roll my sleeping bag out by him when it's sleepy time. Okay. But I just had to go wash the pot, you know, okay. vigorous, vigorously. <laughs> I went and fed some of it to uh, Donkey. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, it, is anybody else going to do anything, Roscoe? Not at the moment, no. I think at this point, I mean, everybody's kind of getting ready for... Right. For the beds and stuff. I'm probably going to stay up for a little bit till at least Fenrir gets back so I know what's happening there. Okay. About an hour and a half after they had left, they come back. You saw some signs, and then the signs kind of disappeared. But luckily there's been no activity either when you guys were walking around. So everybody goes, goes to bed. Henley, you've been walking all night into the morning. You do suffer one thing of exhaustion. Um, exhaustion just makes her kind of delirious and gives her some disadvantages because she's so tired. Um, and now you're looking for some some place to rest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. You are able to actually find a little hole in the ground the hole in the ground it's kind of in the side of a hill um it doesn't look like it's been used recently because the tracks around it it's pretty grown over with grass okay but it is pretty dark in there but it is cool okay as well i will send in one of my dancing lights just to make sure it's empty you shine your dancing lights, dancing lights in there, and it seems to be a tunnel that goes on for quite a ways. I will just cuddle up in, you know, it's a, the little cavern area. Mm-hmm. It's about a five-foot round hole. Okay, I'm just going to huddle up in a little corner with my hood on and fall asleep. Okay. I'm probably a little delirious, you know, from my mm-hmm. exhaustion. Not, You're just... I checked. No one's in there. It's a tunnel. Hopefully nothing comes out. Right. You're emotionally exhausted. 
Because everything mentally, physically, everything. Right. Mentally exhausted because of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And then just walking all night. Yes. I mean, that it was quite a... And my friends being captured by the Trigrove, and that's what I believe, you know. As far as you know, yeah. Going back to the group. So morning rises throughout the night. The, there was shifts being taken to, for night watch. Um, oh, I do cast a spell. I cast alarm to wake me up. Okay, sounds good. Sorry. Nope, you're good. Um, there was ro- rotating watches throughout the night. Nothing else really happened. There was some hyena cackling and laughing. More gnolls kind of roaming around, but they didn't, they didn't come into camp or get close. Um, there was a beautiful uh, harmony of snores going on between Stumpy and, and Boudreaux. Oh, yeah. Was... I slept as far away from that as possible. <laughs> you couldn't get far enough. It was beautiful, brought a tear to Ivan's eye. How, how perfectly harmonic it was. Just kidding. He slept through the whole thing. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's morning. You guys are starting to pack up. They're cleaning up the the uh, banners, picking them up. And Ivan goes to Roscoe. If I were you, I'd probably head down. I'd probably head directly south from here and probably head down all the way down, down towards Glendale and then head directly west from the Gibson Well. Because if you head west and then head south, there's a lot of trigrove and patrols down there. So I'd probably stay away from those. Okay. And hopefully your friend went that direction too. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope so. Thank you for the, uh, the advice. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And please deliver that message for me. Absolutely. I'll find out if you don't. No, you have my word. I will make sure it gets there. Thank you. Oh, and uh, if you guys are looking for some entertainment and fun, I'd probably hurry down to Avalon. It sounds like they're having some kind of tournament there in celebration of their establishment or something like that. All right. Hopefully you guys can make it to that. I've heard it's pretty fun. Hmm. I'm sure Fenrir can get some good stories from there. Definitely, yes, definitely. Okay. Well, we will see you later. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Safe travels. You as well. Thank you. Okay. And you guys head yourself. Start heading south. Yep. I imagine at this point, I mean, I'm, you and I are the only two left with, with mounts, right? Mm. Do you have Mine is All hurt. three of you. You three is... have mounts. Fenrir doesn't. And hers is hurt, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'll probably, I mean, like, I'll be on my mount, but I'll be just going. It's because he's the slowest and the smallest. Walking speed. Benny, you can uh, hop on uh, here and Shrek if you want. It's <laughs> her face. I think I'll walk. <laughs> Wait, now, is that with you, honey, or beside oh, man, you? Man, I lose Rub my padded me. saddle. Darn it. <laughs> oh, can I throw that on my horse and just not ride it since it's hurt? Yeah, you can walk. And, and can throw I throw her saddle on? Yeah, there. yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, that's fine. 
Because maybe I can get some money for it if nothing else, or she can get some money for it if nothing else. Yeah. If Henley survives, we'll find out. <laughs> when we next time, just kidding. <laughs> when we get a good distance away, mm-hmm. I speak with Roscoe. Okay. Yes. Um. So I. Uh, well, I can say it loud enough for everybody, though. Um. I was talking uh, to Stumpy, and uh, I asked him about the uh, the flags. Because I just think that real weird, you know? Yeah. And just so you know, I don't know if he's lying or not. I'm not good at that sort of stuff. But um, I just, he said that the, there was two orcs that with them, that they just, they just took the flag from like a group of, uh, what is it? The goblin. Mm-hmm. And they said that with no, no complaint or nothing, the goblin would just look mad. Well, I mean... I wouldn't try and stop those orcs either. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I did. I didn't. I don't think they were with the Trigroven. I mean, after all the conversations I had up with Ivan last night and stuff, I just didn't get that that vibe. But it's good to know that you know secondary source can kind of verify. Yeah. So hopefully they'll hold up their end of the deal, and we got to hold up ours and. But no, listen, though, I really, like, I don't know how I feel about them. I like Stompy, though, but, but that's besides the point. I just, I think we should keep guard up, you know? No, absolutely, 100%. You never know what's out here, so keep an okay. eye out. Okay. <laughs> While they're having their conversation, I'm going to go over to Fenrir and say, Hey there, Fenny. Um, you and that lady friend of yours there last night, how, did they, the tracks look like they were going this way, or... What's going on? Because we really need to find out fast. Uh, yeah, they did. We went out about 45 minutes to an hour um, out this way. And at that point, we started hearing some cackling, kind of like the ones that, you know, attacked right. Right. attacked us. And we thought it was best to, to turn back around, oh. head back to camp. All right, so we're just... Kind of keep your eyes peeled, I guess, and see, because we're, we're both walking here. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll lead you up to where we kind of stopped, and maybe we can take off from there. Maybe we can see some tracks. Now that it's light, maybe we now can that see it's light. a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Great, because I'm really worried about that that girl. She, she's been through a lot, and I, I don't want anything more to happen to her. Yeah, I mean... Especially... As Lila, I think. I mean, Garatha cares too, but we have our own opinions individually, of course. Yeah, I mean, why do you think she ran off like that? Like, she kind of just left her. us hanging. I don't know her well enough, or or not. But I mean, if I could have snuck off at that point when uh, before we knew what was going on with them, I probably would have to for safety reasons or. One thing or another, or that's fair. She could have just needed time to herself and got lost. Oh yeah, she definitely could have gotten lost. I mean, but though with that big fire, it, it would have been easy to see where we were. So, you know, as we're walking, he's gonna start to be like, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, I once heard this story about a bunch of lost boys where <gasps> they." They went off to an island or 
flew to some star or something like that. They flew? Yeah. I don't, Probably I don't flying. I, I don't know. This is a story that I read in the book, man. This story read in the book. Tell me all your stories. I will listen this time, and I promise, I promise to only interrupt three times. Three times. Three times. Okay. You can hold me at Forest Gnome's honor. You can hold me to that, okay? <laughs> okay. Maybe you have some other stories that you oh, can share with me. Sugar, I have all the stories. Don't you worry. Uh, all right. Boudreaux crunches on a carrot. <laughs> You're telling the story? <laughs> <laughs> Up a story time. <laughs> he always just noisily interrupts. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> he shares it with a donkey as well, and then takes it by himself. <laughs> nice, Sven. <laughs> right? No! 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 So, Lila's gonna look at him. Can it get like a glazed-over, dreamy look on her face? And go. <sighs> And then, like, snap out of it when he crunches the carrot again. Oh, did you want some? Hands you a piece of what he already chewed off of. I'm going to gingerly take it. Oh. I'm not going to eat it, but I'm going to try and break a piece off. Okay. He gives it to you. And then I'm going to hand it back. Oh, The rest of it. You can have more if you want. I'm okay. Thanks, sugar. All right. I'm going to pocket that. <laughs> and not eat it. Okay. He's so- going to start a shrine. <laughs> No! <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> a Boudreaux shrine. Up, I don't have room for that. The so real reason why um, Garatha wants um, Boudreaux to clean his fingernails is so that Lila can keep one. Oh. <laughs> They're in cahoots together. <laughs> maybe, no. maybe she's scared. Yeah. Full, of, like, full of Boudreaux that's stuff. Boudreaux, that's Boudreaux's. No. Oh, oh, oh. And oh. a snot rack. <laughs> Some of Boudreaux's scum on his foot. Yes, toes. his this toe is scum. He's got plants up on the hill that he touched. Aww. Let me check. Okay, now that's cute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I know the real reason. You're taking it so that if you ever lose Boudreaux, you can use a finding spell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 I don't know. want it to happen like Henry. Yeah, she's worried. I get it. It's okay. Okay. I'm here for you. Thanks for understanding. <laughs> okay, so I'm also I'm assuming that you guys are possibly keeping an eye out for Henley. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Can I have everybody make me? Yeah. So everybody roll me three survival checks. Okay, Boudreaux, what'd you get? Eight. 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 Lila. I got a seventeen. Nice. Uh, 14. Roscoe. Roscoe, 14? Six. Six, okay. So you haven't really seen anything yet. There seems some. So Lila and Roscoe were able to see maybe something there. Not really sure, though. Questionable. Yeah. Um, second round of rolls, Boudreaux? Uh, 21. 21, okay. Hey, me too! Yeah, double 21s. We're both sniffing the air. I got a solid 10. Okay. 11. 11. Okay. Lila and Boudreaux, you're able to find stuff, and it seems very, fam- like, it could be a human track. That's I, impressive. I, I lick the grass. He yeah. saw on the horse, on the donkey. 
No, I licked the grass. Oh, you got off to lick it. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Henley's footprint. Can I not pick that blade of grass? <laughs> oh, gross. <Yeah. laughs> you, don't you say you started this. Uh, I think what? Abby started it, actually. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You, you're can, encouraging this. Do you, but I want to do it. I want to do it when he's not looking. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Can I see if I notice or I just don't see? I would think Boudreau is... Not as yeah, I was not looking. Okay, that's when I saw what she, what he saw, was because I was picking the blade of grass. Mm. I, I yeah. definitely like licked the grass and then stood like walked over where she was probably heading and just put my hips on my hands on my hips and I was like, yeah, this way. <laughs> <laughs> and you were behind me. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. He's actually right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> For once. No, I didn't mean it like all, that. All I have in my head is the two brownies from Willow saying, <laughs> That way! <laughs> no, 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 no. That way. <laughs> that way! <laughs> you did not give an <laughs> Where are the two brownies? <laughs> yes. I'm about this. Ah! Yes. With, with that reference, you just aged all of us. <laughs> yeah, I we did. We were already old, David. That was guys, before our time. <laughs> if you listeners have not seen Willow, please do so. All right, I'm ready for the third roll if you want. <laughs> okay. Third roll. Boudreaux. 24. Nice. I got a 22. Nice. 23. Nice. I'm running... Five. Oh. <laughs> Strike three. You're too busy telling me a story. That's true. I'm playing music and telling stories. Ooh, you're inspiring them so they can <gasps> focus on tracking. It's a low-key bardic inspiration right there. As a, I, uh, I'm on track and the sun just glistens, you know, as the camera moves. As <laughs> I'm on track and like a piece of, you know, a little sweat goes down my brain. Like, At this. least in Lila's perspective. Yeah, this is how Lila sees it. <laughs> and Karatha's shaking her head vigorously and saying, no, no, this is how he is. And just throws like him muddied and gross and just a hardcore sweating and being, yeah. So I had you roll three different ones to kind of do throughout the day. So in the morning, you guys are looking. Also keep an eye out for bad things. <laughs> Everything seems pretty calm. You see a few animals here and there. Some deer, some, some cattle, some buffalo. Nothing dangerous. And the three of you kind of go around this this hill, and you guys notice that there is a hole in one of these hills. You have seen kind of holes here and there. And then you see this one. And as we're traveling along, the bard goes, Sweet Henley, where have you you guys carry on so we see a hole mm -hmm. does it with our role besides seeing the hole do we see anything that looks suspicious or out of place that would lead us towards said hole. Yeah, because we've seen other holes leading up to that. Mm -hmm. But what's drawing us towards that? Okay. And what's making us notice that more than just, oh, it's a hole. Okay. And I'll get back to you in that in a second. Henley. Mm -hmm. How long are you sleeping? 
Probably eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, to get me my rest. Okay. So you do wake up and everything before they get there. Okay. I probably keep going then. Okay. Still trying to hide your tracks? Yes. Okay. I think it would be somewhat difficult to hide, hide, to really hide your tracks in high grass. True. But But you are doing your best. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. She's just trying to tread softly, but she's more like in a light jog. Okay. Just keeping moving. And what kind of direction are you going? Are you going dead south or are you going to go in a, in a diagonal? I'm going as the quickest route to Avalon. Okay, so you're going in a diagonal. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I would assume she's looking for tracks, looking for signs of other life around mm-hmm. so she can steer clear of anything. Wouldn't that slow her down? Yeah, it would. Yes. But she's being safe. She's like, I'm on my own. Okay, back to the hole. So you guys notice that for this hole, different from other holes, that this one's grown over more than the other ones, and that you can tell that the grass around the hole going in and out has been matted down recently. That's what kind of draws your attention to this hole. So I don't want to interrupt Fenrir's beautiful singing over there of Sweet Henley. So I'm going to sit, um, go over to Boudreaux with his uh, sparkle coming off of him mm-hmm. and say, Boudreaux, honey, do you see that over there? Uh, yeah. It looks like that's a new matting down. Yeah, yeah, Henley did that. <clears throat> How do you know Henley did that? I can smell it in the air. You can smell <laughs> Henley. Does she smell good? Yeah. Does she smell good? She smells like roses. Sm- she smells like roses. Yeah, all you people smell clean. So, um... Benny, he smells like mint. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell him I said that. I, I, I won't mention it to him. And, um, and, yeah, and then Roscoe, he smells like maple syrup. <laughs> Are you sure he doesn't smell like peach mead? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this or that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's Henley. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's Henley? Mm-hmm. She's going to take it a little bit personally <coughs> that he knows specifically what Henley smells like. <laughs> hmm. Or am I well, making this all up? <laughs> well, these two are... are... Doing whatever they're doing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to get off my ho- horse and do like a closer inspection, um, and I can roll for it and stuff to see if I can tell for sure, like that it was Henley. And not it was Henley or something potentially more Henley versus something not Henley. Right for the investigation for the role that you got last time, I think we'll carry it on because it was a good role. So we'll use that same role. Okay. And same for me, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, since you guys all rolled really, really high. But when you go actually look in the hole and stuff, you do see a spot where she was, where something was laying. And you could kind of be like, well, that's kind of a body shape that she could. Roughly Henley size. Yeah, and she could even have been laying on her bow or something like that. So you could see an imprint of the dirt. See something kind of distinct and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you could probably safely assume that it was Henley. Okay. So I'm going to go back out 
pop out of the hole and just say, Hey guys, I'm pretty confident. This was Henley. Um, she's obviously moved on, but we got to pick up the pace that we're going to lose her. And so, uh, Fenner, you want to hop on the horse here and we'll double time it. I'm little, you can yeah. ride, you know, yeah, that's okay. It's going be easy. Like a lost Gimli style going on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's front and who's back? Oh, he's definitely front. I'll be sitting in the front. I'll be sitting Scholar. behind me. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I'm just, <laughs> the is like, sure. That way he can continue to sing his song. <laughs> so, and then I'm going to, I'm going to. He's a wood elf. He's probably just standing on the horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Unless I'm, he got a Clivesdale like me. I'm going to kick it into high gear and start going like, like full speed, trying to put some ground, try and make up some of that ground that we probably have lost since she's been up and moved. Okay. Um, it is about three o'clock in the afternoon. You guys travel. How, how late into the night do you want to travel? It is harder to track going that fast. So do you guys want to stop periodically and see if you can see anything or how do you guys want to do that? Yeah, yeah I think that we would. Um, and we would probably go until just until the sun's setting. Yeah. Okay. Everybody roll one more survival check. And how late into the night are you going, Henley? It depends. If I run into tracks of other humanoids, I'd probably backtrack, like try and get off the trail. But if I couldn't see, I couldn't check those things. I'm trying to think how cautious. Okay. You think about that, and I'll talk to them. Boudreaux, what'd you get? Boudreaux's getting kind of tired. He got a seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your sniffer's, sniffer's running out. It's running low. It's <laughs> all that, that sweat sparkle coming off of you. <laughs> uh, I got a natural 20. Nice. Do you okay. want the... Modded. Yeah, what's the modifier with that, too? Uh, it's a 23. Okay. And a 13. Let's go Fenrir. Four. Four. Okay. So, Lila, you're able to keep good eyes on things. It's and about when it's start starting to get dark, you notice that suddenly the tracks just veer kind of straight towards... Um, Avalon. So you guys have been riding directly south, mm -hmm. as Ivan warned you to do. And then suddenly those tracks go whoonk and start heading that way. More west than south. Okay. So I'm going to say um, to Roscoe. I'm going to leave that to Roscoe. So um, Roscoe, sugar, uh, so you know how Ivan told us to uh, Keep going south, more towards Glendale, and then loop our way back around. Yeah. That's not what she did. She's going, it looks like, straight to Avalon. Well, what I'm assuming is Avalon, just because of the directionality. That's not good. Um. Do... Do we want to camp here tonight and then pick it up in the morning? Because I, I don't know how much more I can see come dark. I say let's go for another hour. 
Um, we'll slow down a little bit, kind of keep our eyes open, not go you know full speed or anything. Let's go for one more hour. Um, yeah, because you guys have been going pretty full pace for three hours, and the horses are starting to get really yeah. tired. Fenrir, maybe. Uh, Especially Donkey Shrek. Sing your song again. See if she can hear you. We've got to be. <laughs> We've got to be putting some ground between us, you know, getting rid of some ground between us. So she might be closer than we think, but let's go one more hour and we'll call it for the night. Are we going to go one more hour directly south towards Avalon or one more hour towards Glen? We're going to, we're going to follow the tracks. Okay. So you guys head that way. Henley, how late into the night are you walking? It's about six o'clock. Uh, there's still sunlight, but it is starting to get dark. I think once it's dark, dark, she'll stop. Okay. But she's probably looking for a place to hide for the night. Okay. So during that, before it gets dark, dark, you, yeah, you kind of find like, the best location yeah, to Yeah, you. Uh, to yeah. Um, huddle in. So you do find or pass several holes. Some are very well used. Well, go ahead and roll me a survival check to see what kind of tracks they are. That was not a good roll. She's gonna die. <laughs> She's got a health potion, Sky Guys. Snake hole. <laughs> Big old snake hole. Six. <laughs> Just gonna hold. Okay, you're because you've been walking all day. It's been hot. Um, I'm sure you're getting low on water because there's not a lot of water around here um so you're kind of getting a little delirious but you do not recognize what these tracks are like you're just not in the right mindset okay and this is one of the first holes that you've seen in a while and it's about almost getting dark too dark to really see anything okay i will go in the hole but I and I put my alarm spell on. Okay. I just kind of huddle off like to the side of the entrance. Okay. That's I figure good. it's safer than being out in the open. It is a little bigger of a hole than the last one you did. Okay. The last one that you saw. Because um, the last one you were in was kind of, like I said, it was overgrown, kind of a little collapsed. This one seems a lot bigger. So the other one was about five foot round. This one's a little more like six, seven feet round. Okay. And more <coughs> oblong than circle. Okay. More egg-shaped, I guess you could say. Okay. Yep. And you, so you're just going to take just a nap? kind of, I'm more resting. I don't okay. think I'm going to sleep. She's resting until, um... Maybe she can see a little bit by the moonlight. Yep. If that makes sense. Yep. Okay. There is a kind of a sliver moon. So not a so lot, not of, a light. lot of light. That's fine. There are stars, but it's very shadowy and gray. The rest of you travel for another hour before it starts getting dark. Really, nothing else goes on. And do you guys make a fire at all? No. I'm going to nix it. You guys sure we don't want to keep going? You're falling asleep on Shrek over there. Can it's I, about time. We can keep going. 
Just because I, I know Roscoe's like super concerned about Henley at this point being out there. Can I roll one more investigation or survival to see if I can see anything with how dark it is? Yeah, go ahead. By sure willpower, can I see in the dark? Can I please see her? Uh, it's a 15. 15. It seems like you're still going on the right path, but it, it sometimes you lose it, sometimes you pick it up, and you're able to find traces that, okay, we're still following something, and hopefully it's her. But really no evidence that it is her? Did that answer your question? Sure. So there's, there's tracks, but we're not 100% sure. They look familiar to what... What they were before. What we've seen. It's, right. it's similar, but it's not necessarily screams. Right. There wasn't an arrow was here. or... <laughs> right. No. She didn't sign it with her name. I mean, I think we're on the right path. I'll leave it up to you guys, though. If you guys want to stay, if you want to keep going a little bit, we've got to be... We've got to be getting close, though. We should keep going. I don't like being lost, even if it's not me. <laughs> Says the one who's fallen asleep. You really should sleep. No, I can sleep on donkey. You can just tie him to one of yours, yeah? You can tell your horses are pretty exhausted, too. Our horses need a rest as well. <clears throat> They're not going to be any good to us. And I, Mine is injured. It's going to die if we push it too hard. I mean, all right then. I guess we take a nap. <clears throat> Take a break. But we no sleep for a long hour. We just take a nap. Just a rest, yeah. We'll... Okay. Okay. So you guys all take a rest. And we will start this next time. See where. See if they can catch up to Henley. No! <laughs> <laughs> see if they can catch up to Henley. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this, we're excited to continue this story with you. And hope, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Um, we'd like to thank D.A. Nichols for writing this music. And check out our RPG, Shields of Power, at rpgdrivethroughrpg.com. Follow us on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Instagram, at Tomes of the Chaos Bard, and write us an email at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> I always forget it. Um, anyways, guys. Thank you for listening, and here's here's the crew. On my right, we have Fenrir, Roscoe, Lila and Garatha, Henley. Thanks, guys, for le- for listening. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye, guys.